Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. FLU. Flu. What it is. Symptoms. Natural progression of the disease. Possible complications. How does it spread? I just told him moments ago about an experience that I had two weeks ago. I was sick within two days. It's been the most miserable two weeks of my life. A sinus infection that I've never had before. Cold, flu, influenza, chest, just all sorts of things that I didn't want inside my body. So I'm so happy he's here because now I can take his advice, get the supplements that I need, and maybe it'll be the last time that I get what I had over the last two weeks. But everywhere I turn, everywhere I go, people have been talking about this influenza thing. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, the guy that can really help you bypass all of this stuff and get well and stay well naturally, Dr. Joseph Hahnemann from the Weiner Wellness Center. Timing is everything. Good afternoon, sir. Thank you, Rob. As always, it's a pleasure to be here with you. I just want to ask you this. So I'm with this football team, okay, doing these interviews, and the one guy says, we've been really sick. We're all sick. And I'm standing next to one of their star players who's in his street clothes, okay? And I said, why aren't you dressed today? And he went, I've got the flu. So I kind of shuffled a few yards to my left thinking I'm okay. And they went, you know, you're going to get this. So I think I actually convinced myself I was sick. But can you really pick up a cold or flu from someone or a group of people who tell you they're sick and you have no symptoms? You don't even see them struggling in any like sneezing or coughing. And within days, you end up getting it. Well, absolutely, Rob. We're going to be getting into this in detail. But to answer your question. Yes. Just breathing, just coughing, just uh, sneezing. You can have something like, I believe it's like 50 million droplets from one sneeze. Okay. That's how respiratory illnesses, uh, viruses spread. Now, once they're in the air, wherever they land, whether it's on your computer laptop, on a bathroom uh, a seat, or on the door handle, doesn't matter. They can hang around for hours at a time and still be transferred into your body. So that's why you need to get the supplements he's going to tell you about. That's why you need to become one of his patients. That's why you need to listen to what he has to say. So my question is this. Other than listening to you and getting the supplements at the Weiner Wellness Center and having a good regimen of natural health, how do you really prevent yourself once you're in that mix? Can you do something to give yourself an added edge of not getting this once somebody brings to your attention, hey, we're sick? Um, yes. And again, you know, that's what's going to be the context of this talk. But you know, to briefly answer your question for now. First of all, it's easier to prevent than to reverse, right? Who said that? A, what, a ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure? Yeah, I've heard that. Was that that. Benjamin Franklin? Our our good man? From your hometown. From Philadelphia, right? right? Okay. Uh, And one of my heroes. But, you know, the thing is, we want to start preparing for that season now, We want to build up our immune system now because it's not just the flu. There are many flu-like viruses around. 
I mean, it's been estimated to be almost 200 different viruses that are similar to the flu that can give you flu-like symptoms. So for those who are out there thinking that they're protected by a vaccine, for the most part, you are not. And in addition to that, even if you are getting vaccinated, the people who are making those serums have got to do so way before they know what the strain is going to be for that year. And that's why it's been highly ineffective these past two years. It was only 29% effective last year, which means 71% of the time you still got the flu. So, by far, your best strategy is to start preparing now. Look, a lot of it's common sense. You need to be well-rested. Get your sleep. Stay hydrated. Eat a whole food plant-based diet so you've got all of these antioxidants and phytonutrients. But this time of the year, we're going to want to prepare and do a little bit of extra, right? Here, maybe we're going to add our vitamin C and we're going to maybe be eating a clove or two of raw garlic, you know, during the day to prevent these things from entering into our system. Elderberry is always a good choice. A little bit of zinc. We'll be discussing this very shortly, but that I hope that gives you the answer. That Let's does. prepare now. Let's get our immune system ready for whatever comes our way, whether it's the influenza or an influenza-like virus, of which will be immune to any type of vaccination. So... Anyway, let me give your number so people know the number to call at the Weiner Wellness Center. Call them. Make an appointment. Say you heard Dr. Hahnemann today. You want to get in there. You want to get started down that path. You want to build up your immune system and get ready for that flu season that definitely lies ahead. 412-922-WELL. 412-922-9355. Got a couple of minutes before the break. I'm going to let him set the stage and get going. And again, their number, 412-922-WELL. 412-922-9355. Doc. Thanks, Rob. So, first of all, to start with, I want to thank everyone who came to our Fall Fiesta Wellness Week and made it such a great success. Everyone at the Weiner Wellness Center values your support, and we do not take it for granted. Also, I greatly appreciate all of you listeners for tuning in to Get Well Naturally. For example, I want to give a shout out to Dan, who listens to the show every Saturday while he's working on his car. Okay, so today's topic is influenza, commonly known as the flu, and I'm going to use those terms interchangeably. And this is, of course, a very important topic this time of the year. I didn't know that you came down with a virus-like uh, illness uh, before I, I spoke to you just now. Mm-hmm. Um, So what we're going to try to do is strengthen your immune system to help prevent getting the flu, or if you get it, shorten the length of time that you're sick. So influenza, commonly known as the flu, is a contagious, hear that? It's a contagious respiratory disease caused by viruses. It can result in a mild to severe illness, and it can even lead to death. Before I scare you, I want you to know that the flu is usually a 7-10 to day illness, with most people recovering completely without complications. However, the flu is not to be ignored or underestimated because it can be very serious. Let's look at the worst case scenario. And that took place approximately 100 years ago. It was the Spanish influenza. 
the Spanish influenza pandemic of 1918 to 1919, and it killed at least 50 million people. 50 million back then, 1918. This flu arrived at the same time World War I erupted in Europe. That would leave 20 million people dead over four years. However, consider that the 1918 flu killed more than twice that number in just 15 months, greater than the total number of all military and civilian deaths combined. Many people died rapidly after contracting this disease, sometimes within 24 hours or less, because this 1918 flu progressed to pneumonia, with those infected turning blue from lack of oxygen as they coughed up foamy blood from their lungs and bled from their eyes, ears, and nose. Not a pretty picture. Sounds something like we should be watching during Halloween season. <laughs> yeah, well, it's scary. It, I mean, it's uh, scarier than anything that you see on TV because it's a fact. It's fa- a fa- and it killed over fifty million people. All right, listen, we're going to take a break, folks. You need to get in to get set up to get on that right path. You know, and, and especially if you've been in a compromising situation and you've been dealing with on a uh, you know yearly basis, and maybe your health issues need some help to kind of you know get that strength you need to get through the flu season naturally. Four one two. 922-WELL, 412-922-9355. The hour is flying by, so let's get right back to this week's topic. It is influenza, commonly known as the flu. Dr. Joseph Hollingman. Doc. Thanks. So we left off talking about Spanish influenza, about how horrible that was. That is a worst-case scenario, absolute worst case, and it killed over 50 million. Since that time, we've learned a lot. We now know that there are three types of influenza viruses that attack humans, and they are A, B, and C. That's easy to remember, right? A, B, and C. Influenza A is the most potent and dangerous and the one that I will be discussing, and there are different versions of uh, influenza A. The current subtypes found in people in the United States are H1N1 and H3N2. H3N2 has historically been the worst of the influenza viruses. So, the flu vaccine, they're supposed to be able to protect against influenza H1N1 and H3N2 and and influenza B, which is a virus that's usually not as bad but can still be dangerous. We'll go into into a little more detail about vaccination shortly. The flu usually comes on suddenly and more severe than the common cold, resulting in a rapid onset of fever or feverish chills, although not everyone who has the flu gets a fever. You can have a sore throat. You may have a productive or non-productive cough, a runny or stuffy nose, muscle or body aches and pains, Muscle aches and weakness are prominent symptoms of an influenza infection. And that's the one, when I get the flu, that's what I, what I feel. I, I feel that, that muscle pain, muscle aches, often in my legs and pretty much throughout the body. Headaches can occur often behind the eyes. That fatigue, tiredness, you don't feel like getting out of bed for a day or two in the beginning. And some people may even have vomiting or diarrhea, although that's more common in children than it is in adults. When I've gotten the flu, as I said before, it's been a very rapid onset for me. I mean, one day I'm feeling good. 
I wake up the next day and I don't feel like getting out of bed. And it's like, oh, I got something. This is either the flu or a flu-like virus. It usually peaks in about 48 to 72 hours after infection and declines slowly. So once contracted, you can infect others up to a day before you even have any symptoms. And then approximately five to seven days after uh, becoming sick. So for most people, that's going to mean you are probably not, not contagious after about seven days of symptoms. The good news is that for most of us, the worst symptoms, the ones that make you feel like not getting out of bed, usually subside within two to three days, although fever may last up to five days. So typically, the worst of it is going to resolve after three to seven days if no complications are present. However, cough and that general malaise, that general you know, fatigue and a continued weakness, that could go on for weeks. And that is for a healthy person with no complications. So what are some of the common complications? Some people will develop bronchitis or pneumonia. Viral pneumonia is the most serious complication and it can develop quickly. However, listen to this. Usually, pneumonia is mild. And not like the pneumonia associated with Spanish influenza, and it will resolve without treatment within a few weeks. But guess what? Most people who have pneumonia, they're like at their primary care physician and going, please give me an antibiotic, of which, by the way, won't do any good, because if it's a viral pneumonia, it's not going to do any good. If it's a bacterial, it might do some good. So what happens is two weeks later, you feel better, and you're like, oh, thank God for that antibiotic. Anyway, some of these pneumonias can be serious, and they can even be life-threatening, so I'm not minimizing uh, the importance of, uh, of taking care of it uh, if you are infected by it. So how does it spread? We talked about this a little bit earlier, Rob. In the United States, the virus is spread between people by airborne respiratory droplets, Commonly, though, it's usually in late fall and winter with peak activity from December through early March. So we're just approaching flu season and it's going to last until the end of this winter. So now is the time to build up your immune system. You can inhale these droplets directly or you can pick them up from germs that are resting on an object such as a telephone or a computer keyboard, or a bathroom door handle, as I said before, and then you can transfer them to your eyes, or nose, or mouth. Take-home message that you hear over and over again. Keep your hands clean. Also consider, uh, let's see if I got this right uh, from earlier. Consider that the fine spray of a sneeze creates a cloud of more than a half a million Right, I'm looking at this. It's a half a million virus particles. And the virus can live for hours on any hard surface where they settle. So, you're, so what I say is, do your co-workers a favor and stay home if you have the flu. Or be considerate of others. And don't shake their hands if you know you have the flu. <laughs> now, have you ever thought about how the influenza virus can do so much damage so quickly. This is right out of a horror story. In fact, this was actually done when I think about this. Did you ever see The Matrix? 
Absolutely. You saw the Matrix. Absolutely. Do you remember Mr. Smith? Okay. Okay. Mr. Smith was a virus, right, in the system. And what was his purpose? To create more Mr. Smiths. So he would infect other bits of information, other beings of information, and he would turn them into himself, creating this horrible virus just filled with this kind of nasty Mr. Smith. That's what the virus does. That's what the influenza virus does. It enters our respiratory tract, it binds to cells, and once inside, the virus commandeers our own cells to generate its own viral proteins to create what? More viral proteins, more Mr. Smiths. In other words, it kidnaps our cells and forces it to do it at once, which is to produce more virus. Its goal is to produce as many copies of itself that it can and go on and attack even more cells, creating more virus. So why is it so difficult for our immune system to recognize the invader and stop it before it takes help, before it takes hold? Well, do you know that if you've had the influenza in the past, your body has already made antibodies to attack that particular strain of virus? However... The virus can evade our acquired immunity by undergoing a random and spontaneous mutation, resulting in relatively minor changes, but still forming a new strain of virus which can limit or prevent our antibodies from binding to them. And unfortunately, this actually happens frequently. Even worse, but thankfully, much less often. Major changes in the virus occurs, resulting in a large and sudden mutation. This can result when two different viruses now form a new subtype. This new subtype can even jump from one species to another, from an animal to a human. And this is a dangerous situation, as it can be unlike anything our immune system has ever seen. Every infectious diseases, every infectious disease expert's nightmare is for a new virulent virus to jump from an animal, let's say from a bird to a human, and that same virus be able to spread from human to human. We could wind up with a walking dead scenario. An example of this came from Asia when an avian influenza originated from infected birds and then spread to humans. This is real. Everybody, you've heard of the avian flu, the bird flu. A number of humans became ill and died from the virus. Fortunately, fortunately, it could only be transferred from bird to human and not from human to human. The nightmare situation is when an animal transfers it to a human and that same virus can now be transferred from human to human because our immune system is like, what? What's going on here? So, what's the solution? Is it to be vaccinated? My personal opinion is that we need to take responsibility for our own health, building up our own immune system through superior lifestyle and nutrition choices as well as including some powerful immune-enhancing and viral-fighting supplements, especially when, now, now's the time, during this time of year. Remember, the flu is usually not a dangerous disease in a healthy individual. And if we are infected, 
it will soon be vanquished by a healthy immune system. Even the CDC, the Center for Disease Control, says most people with the flu have a mild illness and do not need medical care or antiviral drugs. Now, it's not my purpose to tell you whether you should or should not get vaccinated. You need to make that decision on your own. After listening to all the pros and cons, you will hear from differing viewpoints. However, in the short amount of time that we have left, I will provide you with some food for thought. All right. What you need to do, you need to give us a call. 866-391-1020. Any questions here, but you really need to give them a call at the Weiner Wellness Center and make an appointment to be one of his patients. That number, 412-922-WELL. 412-922-WELL. 412-922-935. All right, I got to ask you one question about the flu vaccine. That's what we're talking about today. Again, call them right now. They're there right now. Weiner Wellness Center, 412-922-WELL, 412-922-9355. There are people that are older and obviously need to have all the protection they can get. But my question is, can you actually get sick from the flu after getting the flu Vaccine. vaccine. Yeah, I've heard that many times, many places, through many years, mm-hmm. and I've often wondered if that's fact or fiction, or what's your opinion on that? Okay, so you're, you're, the chances of you getting the flu from the vaccine is probably very, very, very little to none. The problem is, is that they're just not effective, and people think that they're, they're being uh, protected by these vaccinations, and for the most part... They're not. Now, consider this, Rob. The flu is usually only caused by influenza A or B, right? And, and it's, been estimated, it's been estimated that there are approximately 200 different viruses that can cause flu-like illnesses. And the flu vaccination is not going to be effective for them. In fact, Dr. Joel Furman, MD, says as a result of the many and wide variety of viral strains, The flu shot covers less than 10% of the circulating viruses that are creating these illnesses. How's that for a percentage? Less than 10. In addition, in the real world, which is, we discussed this a little bit earlier, I think, in the real world, the viral strains, strains chosen for the vaccination simply cannot be an exact match, and only a partial match is usually ever achieved. So how effective is the flu vaccine in actually preventing the flu virus? We may never know the answer to that because it was the vaccine companies that funded many of the studies that found vaccination to be so helpful. In addition, as Dr. Furman points out, almost all 15 members of the CDC's, the Center for Disease Control, Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices, who heavily promote vaccination, have have financial ties to the vaccine industry. Now, consider that even the CDC says it's not possible to predict with any certainty if a flu vaccine will be a good match. This is the major agency is saying this, right? The CDC. And, and that's because the experts must pick which flu viruses to include 
many months in advance in order to have the flu vaccines produced and delivered on time. But you can't do that because you don't know what the strain is going to be until it gets here. Pretty much, yeah, right. that's true. So, and, and even when it gets here, Rob, guess what it does? It'll mutate on you halfway through the season. Yep. So they're constantly changing. And it's, it is not unusual for new flu viruses to appear each year, even within the course of one flu season, resulting in the existing vaccine to be much less effective, much less effective. In fact, according to a report from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, now remember, this is the agency that's telling you to get the flu vaccine. This is their report. The vaccine efficacy during the severe 2017-2018 flu season was estimated at 36%. 36%, and that's if you actually contacted, actually got the, that particular flu. And the overall effectiveness of last flu season's vaccine was only 29%. Because it didn't protect against the flu virus that appeared later in the same season. This means it did not work 71% of the time. And remember, there are several other respiratory viruses that also circulate during the flu season and can cause symptoms and illness similar to those seen with the flu vaccination. And of course, the flu vaccination will not be effective for them. So what about the risks? I think this was kind of what you were asking. What about the risks associated with the flu vaccine itself? The flu vaccine uses a mercury-containing compound called thimerosal as a preservative. The vaccine advocates insist that the amount is minuscule and the type of mercury is not harmful. However, to get another viewpoint, I suggest you go to the website www.nvic.org, which is the National Vaccine Information Center, and search facts about mercury thimerosal and vaccines, and then make up your own mind. Again, the website is www.nvic.org. In addition, known adverse reactions to the vaccine. These are ones that are actually listed according to the manufacturer. They include joint pain, swelling of the lymph nodes, itching, inflammation of blood vessels, allergic reactions such as hives and anaphylaxis with less common side effects but very dangerous side effects such as neurological disorders including neuritis, encephalitis, and optical neuritis. Now, as I said before, each person needs to decide the risk-to-benefit ratio for themselves and their children because serious complications and even death from a viral illness such as the flu can occur. And we know that certain people are at greater risk of harm and death from the flu. And if you fall to one of those categories, the slight reduction in influenza strains may be of benefit. Now, my brother falls in the high-risk category. He got the flu vaccine. But he still got the flu or a flu-like illness, which developed into bronchitis and then pneumonia. He got better, thank God. I guess one could argue that it may have been even worse if he didn't get the vaccine. Not my take, but I'm sure there are others with a different opinion than mine. 
Rob, you can relate to this. I remember last year, there was a very, it was a nasty year for the flu because it was so, uh, it, was, it was a new flu that kind of just appeared midway through the season. That our immune system wasn't ready for it. Many of my coworkers came down with a pretty serious case. One day I walked through the doors. I mentioned I was just starting to have some of the same symptoms that they had in their beginning stages. And a coworker was absolutely convinced that I would get the full-blown illness very shortly and told me so. I immediately went on full-blown immune-building mode. And I was able to prevent, I was able to avoid any further progression of the disease. And of course, I also thanked God. My expectations every year are not, not to avoid getting the flu, although that would be nice, but rather to have a strong immune system so that if I do get one of the many viruses circulating this time of year, I will, it will be a relatively mild illness and not progress into a more serious illness. This is the time of year to start making that happen. We've got two minutes to the break, so fill me in on what's this defense, this full-blown immune defense. What, 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 what did you do? Give me uh, just a quick checklist. What did you do? Okay, well, now remember, now I already have gotten something. Right, right, right. Okay, first of all, I make sure I get lots of rest. What's a lot of rest to you? I probably was getting nine hours sleep a night, maybe ten that's good. Okay. I mean, some was, you know, like, you know, certainly in the beginning stages, I probably wasn't sleeping the whole time, but I was Listen, resting. People for years, and I tried to kid myself because I used to take such pride. That was that macho thing to do. Oh, I got three hours of sleep. I don't care who you are. Nobody can sustain that. You need, people go, if I get five hours, I'm good. No, you need seven to eight hours of sleep. You need every, seven to eight hours of sleep. And when night. you're sick with something like this, it's probably helpful to get more. I certainly believe it is. In addition to that, of course, I was staying hydrated. I was making sure that I was getting my um, <clears throat> uh, all of my micro minerals and all of my uh, my nutrients. Okay, so I was making sure that my electrolytes were up to snuff. Now, in addition to that, and I'm going to be talking about these in a little bit more detail after the break. I was taking argentin silver. I was using argentin silver. I was um, using uh, oil of oregano. Um, I was taking extra vitamin C and N-acetylcysteine, and I was taking elderberry. Which is so essential, elderberry. Yeah, it's one of the, it's, it's one of the, I love um, uh, Argent and Silver. Okay, so like, that's one of my main go-tos whenever I get any type of respiratory, you know, illness. I, I shut it down before it even starts. Does, does elderberry wine work? No. Anyway, listen. It's a good song. Yeah, it is a good song. <laughs> you need to make an appointment. Go see this man. He's so smart, and he can help. 412-922-WELL. 412-922-WELL. 412-922-9355. You know, one of the things that I'm also learning from you, you, you may not dance around the flu, but if you have a good immune defense, there's a high likelihood that you're not going to deal with it for the normal 7 to 10 days. You're going to be able to recoup a whole lot quicker because of your body doing what it was meant to do, Dr. Huntingman. Yes, thank you. And I'm going to go over now, kind of step by step, of what you can do to achieve that. So, as we said before, first, get plenty of sleep. When we sleep, our body actually heals, repairs, 
and restores. Our immune system actually makes more white blood cells and antibodies that attack viruses and bacteria. Most sleep experts recommend that adults get seven to eight hours sleep every night, although more may be necessary during illness. Usually for those first few days, of, if I come down with something, again, I'm trying to get about nine hours sleep. Next, we want to eat a whole food plant-based diet. You've heard me say this over and over again, and there's so many reasons why, but obviously they're going to contain a lot of antioxidants, vitamins, and minerals that are going to help build up your immune system. Of course, stay hydrated. Drink lots of water, and if you have the flu, make sure you're drinking plenty of clear broths and soups. Rob, won't you tell me that that used to be given soup from your mother when you were when you were sick? Always, right? Always. I think there's you know there's a lot of good to that. You're know, making sure you're staying hydrated, getting some of those minerals and vitamins that are easily absorbed into the system. Add probiotics, good bacteria, to your diet. Now, also as part of your flu-fighting routine, eat raw garlic, which has antibacterial and antiviral effects. Most of its disease-fighting ability is formed if the garlic is mashed or chopped and exposed to air for at least a few minutes. So, bottom line, eat raw garlic, let it sit for a few minutes, and then try two cloves. Right? I don't know how many of you have tried that. I certainly have. And, and boy, you get a jolt when you eat raw garlic that's mashed and chopped. It kind of like, uh, it, it almost kind of burns, burns my tongue. You can just imagine what it's doing to those bad bacteria and viruses. I remember back uh, in chiropractic school. Now, I've been a chiropractor for now over 27 years. So we're talking about 30 years ago when I was in school. There was this uh, microbiologist. His name was Dr. Vadreen. He's died since, but he was a very, very brilliant man, a very nice person. And he would have these little Petri dishes that he would, uh, he would, what he would do is he would put bacteria, different types of bacteria and different types of viruses he would grow in there. And then he would put garlic in it. And all of the different types of bad microorganisms would all of a sudden just kind of make sure that they distanced themselves from this garlic. It was like... You know, we talk about garlic to a vampire. That's kind of what it was like. They just kind of cleared the path for the garlic. So, in addition, there are some supplements. And I want to go over that while we have, you know, a little bit of time. Uh, I talked about um, uh, Argentin Silver and, and, and uh, Vitamin C. But I'm going to start with something called Mycosutics. This is Douglas Labs. These capsules contain powerfully active ingredients derived from the most healthful, most healthful species of mushrooms that enhance the body's natural immune uh, activity. How does it do that? Right. It interacts with our T cells, our natural killer cells, our lymphocytes, and more. And the mushrooms known for these medicinal qualities include mataki, shiitake, Reishi, cordyceps, and all of them are in this formula. Douglas Labs Mycosutics, we carry them, and uh, give us a call. You can, you can uh, order them now. Elderberry, we talked about that in length. 
that elderberry helps prevent viruses from invading our cells. All of these supplements, by the way, guess when the best time to take it? At the very beginning, the first signs of a respiratory illness. Very beginning. Start right away. Don't wait. We carry the original Sambuca standardized elderberry formula. Next, pure encapsulations astragalus. We, can, we carry a very high quality astragalus. And astragalus can stimulate practically all the processes of our immune system because of its remarkable ability to restore the functioning of a suppressed immune system. Something we're going to want during this time of year. Astragalus also boosts the production of white blood cells. And of course, white blood cells' function is to destroy invading viruses and bacteria. Next is Nutritional Frontiers Immunomax 3. Frontiers Immunomax 3. This is highly popular at our clinic. We sold a lot during Fall Fiesta. And I've heard many testimonials in regards to how it helped he or she get, uh, not get the flu or recover quicker than usual. And it contains something called Mataki Defraction, which is a highly concentrated source of beta-1 glucons, which you don't have to remember. But remember this. Research has found that it stimulates the body's first line of defense, including our natural killer cells. Zinc, many of you know that zinc is beneficial for cold or for the flu. And uh, there's uh, been research showing that it can decrease the amount of time that you have an illness by three days compared to a placebo. And last but not least, I am recommending Argentin 23, a suspension of ultra-fine electrically charged silver particles in water that produce significant antimicrobial activity. This particular silver is a professional-grade colloidal silver available only through licensed healthcare practitioners. It has the smallest particles ever seen in colloidal silver products, and third-party laboratories and universities confirm this. It is pure, meaning it contains only 99.99% pure silver, suspended in pharmaceutical-grade purified water. No other manufacturer can make these claims. It is a go-to supplement for me. As soon as I start feeling any problem with my throat or having a respiratory uh, problem. Now, I don't get commission from this company, right? I don't have to be plugging them as much as I am. But I really like this product and it has done so well for me. So, I highly recommend that you include this in your medicine cabinet, the Argentin Silver. So, um... Again, these are the supplements that I've talked about. Douglas Labs Mycosudics, Elderberry. We, we carry the Sambuca standardized formulas, Astragalus, the Immunomax, our zinc lozenges, and last but of course not least, the Argentin colloidal silver. So in essence, take the measures necessary to put up a good fight. Take them as soon, as soon as you're starting to get any symptoms. If you want them to be effective, they need to be taken right in the beginning. I mean, don't do some good afterwards, but you want to get started right away. Do what I did when I was told I was going to get the flu. Go in full uh, immune building mode. You know, get your sleep, drink your water, make sure your electrolytes are up to snuff. You know, take your stress down a notch. You know, and, you know, have these supplements on hand, 
You know, in your medicine cabinet, in your cabinet for now, so that as soon as something happens, they're there, and you don't have to order them or go out or anything like that. You will use them, I'm pretty sure, before the end of the uh, this viral season, which probably isn't going to end till March. Here's the great point. The point is this. You know it's here. You hear people every day say, boy, I've been sick. I've been taking care of the family. Make a call. Quickly, 30 seconds. Okay. Now, there are other supplements I could have recommended. And if you're interested in a complete immune building plan, make an appointment to see me. And I can give the phone number to get that done. 412-922-WELL. 412-922-WELL. 412-922-9355. That number again, ladies and gentlemen. 412-922-9355. D-R-Weiner-W-I-N-E-R.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 